What is up, DGAFers? I am so excited for this interview today. We have a guest on named Kelly Rainey. I actually met her on Instagram a couple months ago, just messaging through DMs, liking each other's posts and commenting, which is bizarre. It is bizarre. It's actually amazing how much the two of you have in common. So much in common. She's a mom of a toddler and I'm a mom of a toddler. We're both like in business and I don't know, we just connected and I don't know if I have like a friendship now. It's amazing. Yeah, it really it's is. Crazy. It's cool that social media can do that, especially when you don't live anywhere near each other. Right. And so I wanted to interview her because when we got to talking, Jenna and I did a call with her a couple weeks ago, and she was kind of giving us some ins and outs about a website and blogs and the importance of Pinterest. And I could go on and on with what she was talking to us about, but she's really good at her job. She is. And I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this because you're going to hear her story about how she was a working mom and just decided that she didn't want to go back to work. She wanted to be home and she, come hell or high water, figured out a way to make it work. She literally has blown my mind with how she has started her own businesses and has taken charge with being a single mom. And businesses, not but, just- Yeah, not just one, mm-hmm. like multiple. So I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this um, just in terms of if you are a mom or not. You're going to get a lot out of like taking charge of your life, even when you're in the thick of the busiest time of your life. Yep. It's all about, all about prioritizing. And I think really just seeing that if you are not happy in the situation you're in, then you have the power to change it and to do something different about it. Absolutely. All right. So don't forget to take a screenshot of this episode and tag us in your social media. I'm at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And we would love for you to rate and review us on iTunes, Google, Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, however you are listening. And speaking of reviews, we have a new reviewer. Oh my gosh, so excited. Okay, so this review is from Daisy May Mucho (laughs) 7. She wrote, I have followed these two ladies on social media for some time. They always stood out from the others. They They truly have a passion to help other people. Lauren is my personal health coach. She is good at what she does. What I love about these two are they're so real and they are really just two besties <laughs> wanting to better themselves and help others. They really hit all the points in life we really need to hear or struggle with truly the bad, the good, and the ugly. Thank you. <laughs> As they said, it can help with all aspects of life and fitness and begin a better person, setting goals and achieving them and living the best life basically. You walk away from the podcast believing in yourself and have so much confidence. They have great helpful tips and they are so fun and full of energy. They are never boring to listen to and keep your attention the entire span of the podcast. I am new to this podcast thing and very happy I jumped on the wagon and got hooked with these two ladies. They are the best. I love that. Love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, and you're so right. We really are just besties who share life. Yes. All right. So Speaking of reviews, make sure that you leave us a review as well because we're getting really close to our 100 subscribers. We're going to give away some gratitude journals, and we are going to pick one of our reviewers to give them away to. Yep, and that's going to be happening soon, so make sure you do that, and we will talk to you guys in the episode. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, ugly, and 
everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA effer. Like, don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. So we have Kelly Rainey on the phone right now. She is going to be uh, talking to you guys about business and health and skincare and all the good stuff. I actually met Kelly on Instagram. Um, I don't even know how. I think you just popped up on my newsfeed and then I started DMing you. Um, And then we've kind of developed a little friendship from there and did some calls together. Um, And I actually bought one of her products on Etsy. She has um, an Etsy shop where she sells, well, I bought some mascara. Well, not mascara. It's like the uh, eyebrow and eyelash growth serum is what I bought from her. And uh, then we just started talking. And so I've learned a lot from her so far already. And I'm absolutely blown away by everything she does. Number one, being a mom of a toddler (laughs) and just, you know, being in business and, and all of that. So well, and when you introduced her to me, you used the word mompreneur. Yes. Explain for what a, sure. Explain what a mompreneur is. It's somebody who is an entrepreneur, but is a mom in their life. It's chaos, but somehow they manage to just be a boss, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, this is Kelly. Say hi, Kelly. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, good. We wanted to kind of get your background story first before we kind of dive into, you know, what moms can really do if they're looking to maybe start their own business or kind of get something going for themselves. So I want to know, what do you do exactly? So if you could just describe that a little bit, because I know that you have a lot that you do. Um, So what do you do exactly as a mompreneur? Well, as the volunteer states, I'm actually a mother before I'm anything else. So that takes a, a lot of my time to begin with. But other than that, for my businesses, I'll try to narrow it down because I do do a lot. Um, I have an all-natural skincare line of products that I make myself with simple plant-based ingredients. And I also do a lot of digital marketing in the online world where I help different clients grow their businesses using things like email marketing, social media, uh, and stuff like that. So really it's all, I can do it all from home and that helps me stay home with my daughter and keeps me in my goal of being my stay at home mom while producing an income. So Kelly, what was your first step with all of this? Where did you even think to start? Honestly, uh, my daughter was a couple days old and I did not want to go back to my day job. I'm like sitting there staring at her like my maternity leave's almost over. Like how can I stay home and make money? And so I'm sitting there like looking at her and I'm looking at Google. <laughs> like Googling all these different ideas. Google Google's helps with like everything. <laughs> yes. It's like the best thing ever. If I have anything wrong with me, I Google it. Um, <laughs> but I was Googling what I could do and all these different ideas and there's all these bloggers out there that have all these different ideas and I'm trying to think of something that would work for me and one thing that popped out to me and where I started was I was reselling stuff on Amazon 
Uh, it's called retail arbitrage. So you essentially go out shopping, which I love doing, and I could take my daughter with me, and we would go out shopping, and you find products that are, like, on clearance. Like, you'd go to Target and find these pacifiers, let's just say, that are, like, on sale for 25 cents, but on Amazon, they sell for $12. And I, that, that's a reach, but you get what I'm saying. So yeah. you would send them all in to Amazon. They sell them for you, and you make the profit after their fees. So I did that for, I don't even know how long, where I was just out shopping all the time and sending all these products in, and that's where I started, was with Amazon, and it kind of all grew and sprouted from there. Wow. I was just sitting here looking at Jenna and I was like, I would, how when I would have never known that even existed. That's insane. I know. I, you just taught me something today. Yes, for sure. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my gosh. So I'm just curious, like, how do you find the time? Cause I know you do, you help a lot of people, like you said, grow their social media and emails and you know, you've got your own Etsy shop and all of these things, all these moving pieces and parts. Like, how do you find the time being a mom and doing all of that? Like, what's your time management like? Honestly, <laughs> it's it's still a work in progress, but the best things that I do are I work when she's sleeping. So I'm up before she's up or I'm doing stuff while she's napping, like she's napping right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And here I am talking to you guys. Um or I do stuff, my biggest section of time that I use is after she goes to bed. Because, you know, they're, our kids are in bed by 7.38. And then I'll stay up until like midnight. So I have that four hours chunk of time where I have just no distractions. And I can get a lot done there. So that's like key for me is doing it all while she's sleeping. And lists. You have to have lists. You have to make lists of what you need to do the next day. You got to prioritize it. Because if you don't, like just one little mishap. like potty training with Quinn and she pees her pants and could ruin your whole day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I totally, totally get that. Yeah. Yes. It's what great. time do you normally wake up? Like, so you go, like you usually work in the pockets of your day, it sounds like, and then, you know, you're working when Quinn goes to bed. So I'm curious is like, what's your normal, like wake up time? Um, Around six thirty-seven. Okay, that's been a work in progress for me too. Sometimes, sometimes I like to sleep till eight, but in order for me to get stuff done, I've been so busy lately. Like I have to get up earlier, and I have a whole routine of everything I do in the morning and then at night. But I mean, even when I'm busy during the day, I have to find like I don't really like messes, but I'll let Quinn play with Play-Doh because it's like a fun activity. She's not sitting in front of the TV, and it keeps her occupied for like an hour while I can get stuff done. So if I do have to work during the day, like I still have little things for her to do where she's not, you know, being a zombie in front of the TV. But (laughs) I love that because I find sometimes because I mean, my son, like like today, I mean, we had a snow day. I'm a teacher. Right. And so I'm home. And, you know, if my son was home with me, it's like I find it you know, what do I have him do when I'm trying to also get work on my business done? And it's, you know, easy to throw him in front of an iPad or in front of the TV, but I don't, you know, I don't want to do that all the time. So I'm taking that Play-Doh idea. I need to go buy some of that. You do. Well, (laughs) well, when you do your workouts, I think right now your workouts are 20 minutes. So that's not a big deal to put an iPad on or something like that. Right. But you're right. If you're going to spend a couple hours working. For sure. You need some other Oh, yeah. Activities. Don't get me wrong. Quinn watches TV. Oh, yeah. He watches TV. But, like, when you're doing – if you're, like, all day having to get stuff done, like, because it's just you got a client 
that's like, you know, high priority, whatever. You have to do different things, but you don't just want to sit them there for four hours on the TV. Yeah, absolutely I mean, not. not. I have a question for not you. Okay. So can you say that you really planned all of this out step by step? Or do you think that, did you notice like pieces just kind of fell into place? Like did any of your successes even kind of surprise you or how did, how did all of Um, that kind of start? Yeah. Well, I definitely did not have a plan. I just had a goal. I had the goal that I wanted to be a stay at home mom and make an income. And that was actually a lot easier when I had her father around because I had his income too. But when that all split, uh, you know, being a single mom, you have even more pressure on you trying to figure it out. So like the plan like changed. So it's kind of like you said, it's kind of all fallen into place where you kind of just figure it out as you go. But that's the best part of like somebody like looking from the outside in and they want to know how, like you've already gone through all the trash and figured it out. So you can kind of help them. So that's the biggest thing. There was definitely no plan for me. It kind of just all unraveled and you know, you have all these mountains you go over and, and you get good times and bad times. And it's, really just so much fun. (laughs) It is so much fun. And I wanted to even say to you, like, I love how you said, you know, you, you go through the trash, but like, I feel like everyone has to, to go through something. I mean, when you start a business or you start something scary or you're taking a risk or, you know, life's changing, it's like a lot of people just want it to be perfect from the get go. And I think no matter what you start, I mean, even this podcast that Jenna and I had started, I mean, we got on the phone with Kelly and we're like, we got to test the mic and this isn't working and that it's like, we're in a work in progress and things don't come out to be perfect. And I want to, um, kind of add on to that because the book that I'm reading right now, uh, excuse the language. I won't really say it, but the, the subtle art of not giving a blank. blank yep. <laughs> um, he talks about how, when you do start something like this and you're, you're struggling and you're trying to get things going that you have to decide what struggles are worth it Mm -hmm. because nothing in life is ever going to be easy because even like you just said, where you're always going to have new problems. Yep. You're always going to have new struggles. But the fact that we're struggling to get our microphone up so that we can do a podcast with someone that we met on Instagram, like that's a pretty fun struggle. It's a very fun struggle. it's, It's like a fun challenge. Whereas, you know, in my previous career, I wasn't enjoying the struggle. Yeah. If that makes sense. For so it's sure. like you have to to kind of take a step back and think about what's worth fighting for. Yeah. So that's another thing I think that I want to ask you, Kelly, is a lot of women or you know anyone think that they have to have all this experience kind of built up before they really dive into something. And so I'm curious, since you help with you help people with like social media and marketing and all of that, like how much experience did you have when you first started versus you having now and kind of how your confidence has changed in that, but kind of elaborate on that a little bit. Oh, I had no experience when I got started. I, you mean, <laughs> right. You got to learn as you go. That's the biggest thing. Cause you can take these courses, which I have taken and they have taught me a lot of, um, differently like Google ads, um, Pinterest, list growing, uh, email marketing. Like I've taken so many courses over the time of doing this, the two years, three years, I don't even know how long now (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I've been doing it. And you always learn something, but the best way to even do it is to put it into practice. Cause 
watching somebody else do it on a screen, like, yeah, they can show you, but like to, you have to do trial and error yourself to figure it all out because that's the only way you're going to grow and learn yourself. So like, you shouldn't, like, there's definitely, never wait for everything to be perfect because it's never going to be perfect and you'll always find an excuse of why not to start. Well, I haven't, I haven't, I'm only halfway done with this course. Get started and start going now. Do you know what I mean? Don't wait for the right time or when you think it's going to be right because it'll be never. And the best part, actually, was probably my, like, push that got me going so full throttle, we'll say, was leaving Quinn's dad because... There's no other income there. Like, it's all on me. If I want to keep my goal of staying home and being a stay-at-home mother, well, I'm the only income, so you better make it work. You just have to kind of figure it out and live and learn in that aspect. I love that. It's so true. You just got to take action. If it's something you want to do and you feel that it's like – you know, you just feel it in your gut that you should do it. It's like, who cares if you come out looking silly at the beginning? Everyone does. Yep. I mean, always. Ultimately. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did right. you just do a post about your like first post on Instagram? Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, that's exactly how it is. Yeah, because you know people will want to do what you know we do, and they they follow us, and but then their first thing is like, well, I don't have experience with social media because you know we have we are on social media often, and I'm like, girl, have you seen what I used to do? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> what social media even was. I didn't know how it worked. It's a learning process. Right. And it's right. fun to learn rather than just going out and being perfect right away. Like how boring is that? If you were perfect and produced this thing and then it was so easy and everything and you became a millionaire and it was great. Like that's so boring. Like don't you want to go through like the the, the, up, tr- the ups and the, the downs? The ups and the downs. Yeah. yeah. So much more fun. All right. So Kelly, let's say there's someone – at home right now who's feeling totally stuck in whatever situation they're in, what would your advice be for that person? Um, honestly, like if they're trying to like produce an income from home or something, like the best thing to do is think about like your hobbies and like the things you like to do. And is there a way you can monetize that? Like, how could I make money baking cookies, you know what I mean, if you love right. cooking cookies, you know, just different things like that, or if you love writing, how could I make money just from, like, writing from home, like, there's so many different things that you could do, um, like, for instance, you could, like, if you like taking photos and stuff like that, like, there's just, there's just so much different, I'm, I'm looking at a list here that I put together for you guys, where, mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, freelancing websites that you can go on just to even get started and kind of test the waters and see if it's something that you actually do love doing. So you're, you love to write, you think, and then you start writing all the time and then you end up hating it. Like, that's, you know, it's a good way to test it is just by, like, freelancing different things, testing waters, and then kind of going full throttle from there. I love that. And I think, like, so many people forget the power of the internet and Google and YouTube and all of that, because I know that a lot of the things that, I mean, we were trying to figure out how to do something on Instagram today that we had no idea. And I mean, we just went to Google and had been reading and watching videos and just trying to figure it out on our own. And I think so many times we almost forget that all this information's at our fingertips. So like if you have a hobby, 
Like you're saying, if you like to bake or if you like to write or maybe you're into makeup or whatever, it's like, how can you monetize that? Well, why don't you just go to Google or YouTube and see how other people are monetizing and if there's anything out there for you um, to kind of get started on? Because I know we were thinking about an Etsy shop. We just wanted to know more about it. And we talked to you um, because I know that you had one. And we learned a lot from that and had decided that it wasn't the route we wanted to go um, just in terms of like what, what our vision is. But just asking, researching, I mean, there's so many ways to do that. I think social media is huge for that too, because you have the option and the availability to connect with so many people who are just like you or like-minded or, you know, like Kelly, she's kind of taken that next step and that's what really connected us to her to begin with. Yep. I love it. Well, I think that's all the questions we have for you. I just thought it was super important to have you on our podcast because there's so many women who listen who are feeling stuck and may be in a situation where they're like, well, I just don't know if I can really, you know, have my own business. So there's no way for me to make extra income for my family. And I'm just not quite sure. I don't have enough time. And I think just hearing from other women that it is possible and you just have to be willing to ask questions, research and find that time. Like, Put your kids to bed and sorry, you might have to work for a couple hours well, after that. Prioritizing is key. Mm-hmm. And you're you're gonna have to give up Netflix. You're gonna have to give up some of the downtime that yep. you are currently enjoying. But is that worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it to you? Well, any last little tidbits that you wanna give or, you know, what is kind of like your motto that you really live by? <laughs> That's a hard question to end on. Yes, you do. You have like a all around motto. I can feel it. You feel it? I do. I feel it. I don't feel it right now. I feel it. I think that you are, from just knowing you for this short period of time and just through Instagram, you are literally, I can't even believe you've taken the time to sit with Jenna and I. Like, you don't even really know us all that well. I feel this like very generous, really wanting to help people feel from you. Like I get that genuine feeling from you. So I feel like your motto is like, you're just a a serious helper, like in society, just trying to help women. I I mean, I don't know how many people, if I were messaging on Instagram would be willing to do a podcast, but not even a podcast. You sat with us for like, I don't even know, like an hour and a half teaching us about Etsy. And we're like these tech idiots over here. We have no idea what's going on. I have, (laughs) I have my master's in technology and I understood about a third of what you were saying. That was the funniest part sitting with you guys. You're like, wait, what? Can you repeat that? I need to write that down. I'm like, what does that word mean? Clueless. I don't mind helping people. We recorded the call and we took notes and we still don't know what's happening. We're learning. Yeah, we're learning all along the way. (laughs) We're a work in progress. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much for getting on today. I had so much fun talking to you. Me too. It was so fun to hear your whole story. All right. You're welcome. You know I love sharing. Sharing is caring. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.